FM and 1160 AM. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. It's 1 o'clock in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. Good afternoon, I'm Carolyn Frazier. KSL's top local story this hour, three new apostles for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints spoke at this morning's session of General Conference. Before they spoke, President Thomas S. Monson took time to look back on the lives of President Boyd K. Packer, Elder L. Tom Perry, and Elder Richard G. Scott. They have returned to their heavenly home. We miss them. How grateful we are for their examples of Christ-like love, and for the inspired teachings they have left to all of us. Elders Ronald A. Rasband, Gary E. Stevenson, and Del G. Rinland spoke about how overwhelmed they are at receiving such a big calling in the church. A woman goes on a rampage, stabbing her mother, hitting a man with a pan lid, and beating a neighbor's trailer home. West Valley police needed to pepper spray and use a taser in order to calm the aggressive suspect after she tried to attack cops with a metal pipe. She stabbed her mother multiple times, but her injuries were not life-threatening. A West Valley home was shot up this morning. West Valley police say it happened at 3129 South Burdock Drive, where seven shots from an M9 were fired at the property. Lieutenant Julie Jorgensen with West Valley police says they're not sure who fired at the home. A few shots that hit the house and then a couple that hit a vehicle parked in the driveway. The house has a history of gang-related activity from a few years ago. And if you have information, West Valley Police is asking for you to please contact them. A 16-year-old skiing phenon from Park City has died from injuries he suffered in a training accident while he was in Australia. Sam Jackenthal was a member of Team Park City United when he suffered the injury. He just recently won the Free Skiing Combined Championship at the USSA Junior Nationals this year. And coming up on KSL News Radio, some clouds and cooler temperatures as we move into the week ahead. We'll check your KSL weather forecast next. KSL News Time, it's 102. This is Amanda Dixon, constantly breaking in with news like this. It flared up and traveled into some other fields with some heavier vegetation. News, traffic, weather, we do it all morning on KSL News Radio. I'm going to Bangkok, Thailand. Pachuca, Mexico. Raleigh, North Carolina. Madagascar. South Africa, Johannesburg. Opening a mission calls a special moment for every missionary. At Deseret First Credit Union, we understand the financial sacrifice of a mission. That's why Deseret First now offers a special mission savings fund. The Deseret First Mission Savings Fund is designed to help future missionaries at any age save money for their mission. The account earns a higher interest rate than standard savings accounts. And to help the fund grow faster, family members and friends can easily deposit into the account as a gift for any occasion. It's the fastest and easiest way to save for a mission. Open a Deseret First Mission Savings Fund today at any branch location, online at dfcu.com, or call 800-326-3328. I'm headed to Long Beach. Kyoto, Peru. Uh, Durban, South Africa. Deseret First Credit Union, serving the LDS community since 1955. Membership and eligibility required. Federally insured by NCUA. Terms apply. Planning your weekend is one thing, knowing is another. Scattered rain showers could be a few thunderstorms in the mix. A seven-day forecast at 20 and 50, mornings and afternoons on KSL News Radio. 
KSL Traffic and Weather Together brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers. Here's Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. Well, for folks heading to downtown on uh, I-15, right now we have a northbound accident, and uh, you're going to notice that once you move past that uh, north, uh, that interchange, uh, I-80 and 201, it's actually right at the end of the on-ramp for people that are trying to get on the northbound I-15 from either 80 or 201. We've got an accident there, so that's going to slow things down. But now if you're heading towards downtown uh, and you think, oh, I'm not going to make it, uh, just bear with it because once you get past 1300 south, you've got uh, smooth sailing up to 600 south. The exit there is looking good. Now the downtown area, of course, that's plenty congested. Uh, We've got a lot of traffic on 300 west as well as North Temple and South Temple. Don't miss BYU Spectacular October 8th and 9th at the Marriott Center featuring David Archuleta. Tickets on sale now at BYUtickets.com. Presented by BYU alumni. I'm Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. Thanks, Eric. And taking a look at your weather today, cooler with a chance of rain and a high of 73 today. Monday, more rain possible with a high of 74. And then Tuesday, clouds, and we're going to drop back down into the 70s at 73. It's 64 degrees at 104. You get the top stories every 30 minutes, breaking news the second it happens. I'm Carolyn Frazier, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM, Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. The following program is brought to you by Bookwise Publishing. My Life Encapsulated with Ken Brailsford, the owner of Lehigh Roller Mills and Zija International, as he talks about the invisible hand of God in his new memoir, My Life Encapsulated. Our host is Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good conference Sunday afternoon to you. I'm Amanda Dixon. It is a delight to have in studio with me the author of the book, My Life Encapsulated. He is known as the father of herbal encapsulation. He was the creator of Nature's Sunshine, now owns Zija International, among other companies, including Lehigh Roller Mills. Ken Brailsford is with me. Hello, Ken. Hi, Amanda. It's good to be here. I read the book, and I was struck by so many things. In fact, I'm I'm thinking of one of the quotes from earlier in the book where you said, wisdom is the gift of the elderly. And when an old man dies, an entire library burns down, unless, of course, you write it down. You wanted to share what you had learned. And you're certainly not an old man, but you wanted to share what you learned from your life with all of us. And you've learned a great deal. Well, I am getting old. But uh, I, I think as you get older, you have more and more experiences and you learn and you progress and hopefully in a good manner and good way. And and uh, that's why that comment is so appropriate to life. You share so much from your life, beginning with your childhood in the book. And you tell stories from your childhood going all the way through until the present. May I ask you to share if we can begin with talking about faith, since this is Conference Sunday. Okay. From your childhood, Ken, you talked about when you wanted to decide If there is a God, I want to know, and I want to know now. And you had a unique experience. Can I begin right there? Yes. um, I I did put it in my book. I I have to tell you this is an experience I've probably only told once or twice in my whole life up until I put it in the book. But I felt that if this could help other people see that there's meaning to life, then it's important to to illustrate it. I was seven or eight years old. I had attended Sunday school. And the Sunday school teacher told a very spiritual experience, and it was so overwhelming to me as a young boy that I left Sunday schools. I was walking home, and I thought, uh, 
I don't know if I believe that or not. I've got to find out if there's a God or not a God, because if there is not a God, I'm not going to church anymore. And I remember being so determined as only a young boy can be at that age. And um, as I walked home, I was thinking, now, how am I going to how am I going to know this? How do I find out? Um, I didn't think it would be as simple as just a prayer. Uh, My parents had taught me to pray, but I had never really experienced an answer to a prayer that I recognized at that time. And so I devised a test. And when I got home, I thought, I'm going to take this half a sheet of paper and put it on on this uh, dresser drawer and, and then a pencil and I expect God to sign his name. And then I'll know if he's alive or not. And I thought, well, I'll, here's the paper and here's the pencil. I don't need to be in here to see him write his name. I'll just give him some privacy. So that was in the bedroom. I said a prayer, and I said, Heavenly Father, if you exist, I want you to sign that piece of paper. If you don't sign the piece of paper, I will know you don't exist, and I'm never going to church again. I was fully determined. I left the room. I shut the door to give God privacy. And then I thought, how long do I need to give him to do this? And I thought, well, five minutes seems appropriate. And I remember sitting in our little kitchen. I was an only child. My parents weren't home from church yet. And I looked at the clock up on the wall as it ticked second by second. That five minutes seemed like an eternity to me as I sat there waiting, not knowing what I was going to see when I went back into the bedroom. And as the last second ticked by, I got up and walked across the hall, opened the door quietly and slid into the room, shut the door behind me, and I felt God in that room in a way that um, I still remember as strongly as if it happened yesterday. Uh, He was there, and I immediately said to him, I I don't want to see you. It was that strong of a feeling. I don't want to see you. I was afraid to see him, but I knew I could. Uh, perhaps, but I didn't want to see him, and I didn't even go to look at the piece of paper. It was that strong of a feeling. At least I didn't look at the paper at that time, and uh, it was just that strong of a moving experience. I never did need to even look at the paper. Of course, there was no signature on it, but I felt he was in that room with me, Mm. and this is a pivotal point in my life, and we all have them in our lives, where something in our life can happen that turns us to the right or to the left. And for a little seven- or eight-year-old boy, that left such an indelible impression upon my mind. I've never, never doubted God's presence since that experience. You, uh, You talk in your book about so many different things that changed you. And one of them, I think, you talked about how you were uh, a little bit, is shy the right word in high school? Oh, I was very shy. And that actually. did you go into drama to help you come out of your shell, so so to speak? Is that the is that the right yes, word? Yes, I I was very introverted. I guess is the a good word. Um, as I got into high school, I mean, I I always had friends, but if I got around more than two or three people, I became very quiet and shy, and and. Um, didn't want to take any kind of a leading role or say very much. So I thought, how do I improve myself? And um, I thought, you know, the best thing that I could probably do is take drama where I had to get on the stage and play a role. And I had a very good memory at that time. I could memorize parts, and I never missed a word in any role I ever had. And that started to force me out of that shell. 
I was in drama for four years. It was a great experience, and it, it didn't pull me totally out of that introverted uh, personality to an extrovert. I still don't feel that I'm an extrovert, but um, it, it did start to bring me out of that shell. You went on a mission to Germany. That's correct. Tell me about how that affected your life. Well, uh, it was a two-and-a-half-year mission. In those days, if you uh, the church sent you to a mission that was uh, – where you had to learn a foreign language, it was two and a half years instead of two. I didn't really want to go there at first because I had studied a year of German and hadn't done very well, and uh, so I didn't feel that I was a linguist. But um, And it was very difficult. I mean, I remember the first meal I had with the mission president. There were seven of us that went together. Um, the last thing I ever heard him say in English is that from now on we're going to speak in German, and here's a few words in German, and you can tell us what you want to eat. And I didn't eat very much of that meal because I couldn't say anything. And um, so that was my introduction into Germany. And, I again, I was still somewhat introverted. and But the mission brought it and changed, brought that out of me. And what I mean by that is that it changed me. It made me be able to speak up and talk to strangers and talk about the gospel and my testimony and all those things, and um, and I it changed me immensely. I uh, I remember the first second Sunday I was there, I had to give a talk in German, and my companion had to write it. Now I have to tell you, when I grew up, I never I never wrote a talk even before my mission. Never. My mother wrote every talk, and I memorized every word and regurgitated them exactly as I had been written, as if I if I was talking without um, uh, having it written. So here I was in Germany, and so my, missionary, my mission companion wrote me a small talk in German, and I memorized it, and that was my first talk. But then I found out, you know, I had to write my own talks after that. My mother wasn't there to write them anymore, and I remembered my bishop, who I always admired, could get up and give extemporaneous talks, and they were fabulous. And sometimes I'd see him up on the stand before he gave a talk, and he'd jot a few notes down and get up, and and he could give a 30-minute talk or however long, and he was fantastic. Mm. So I molded myself after that pattern uh, as a missionary to where I'd write down a few scriptures that I was going to talk about, and I could speak and give the talks. And so a year later... Um, uh, I had become a district leader, and uh, first of all, I became a senior companion, then a district leader. And I, when I went to uh, to um, uh, Frankfurt as a district leader, as our largest district in the mission, we had 12 missionaries. And um, one of the sisters there had known me from a year before, and she told one of the missionaries, she said, when I heard Elder Brailsford was coming as our district leader, I couldn't believe it. And because I had changed so much, the mission changed my life for the better. Mm. And um, even if you don't look at the spiritual aspect, but just how it physically changes you, it changes you and molds you into a, into an adult very mm. quickly. And uh, giving you all the talents and things that were probably always there but hadn't come out yet. And then you take the spiritual side and what it does for you. It's just to change it. All of it changes your life for the positive. You've had so much uh, business success in your life. We need to take a break. But when we come back, I want to ask you, is, is it true that Nature's Sunshine began with you sitting at a table putting cayenne pepper into little capsules? Is that how it started? That's how it started. <laughs> 
We'll take a break. We'll be back with my guest this week on uh, this conference Sunday. His, his book is My Life Encapsulated. Back in just a moment. It's been held in Madrid, Prague, Mexico City, and now for the first time, the World Congress of Families 9 comes to the United States to Salt Lake City on October 27th through October 30th. Buy your tickets now while they are still discounted through September 25th. Visit WCF9.org and use the discount code KSL for 50% off of your tickets. 100 speakers from 80 countries discussing pro-life, pro-family, and cultural issues, marriage, parental rights, cohabitation, sex trafficking. Trafficking, pornography, and more. Elder M. Russell Ballard, Quorum of the Twelve. Nick Vujicic, Born Without Arms or Legs, discussing the power to live and achieve. Lila Rose, President and Founder of Live Action. Stephanie Nielsen talks about the value of life and pursuing your dreams. Don't miss The Piano Guys, The Mormon Tabernacle Choir, The Sutherland VIP Dinner, A Reception with Stephanie Nielsen. Visit WCF9.org and use the discount code KSL on the registration form or online to get 50% off until September 25th. Welcome to Tom and Tim's Total Tire Shop. I'm Tom. Uh, Tim. Yeah, my car's running rough. I think it's possessed. Really? Do you perform exorcisms? Well, let's look under the hood. Oh. Is it bad? I'm thinking witch doctor. Huh. Oh. Let's try this door. Okay, I'm going to go with door number two. My car. Using their methodical, in-depth diagnostic process, Tunex can identify existing or potential problems with your vehicle's electronic and mechanical systems. Come to Tunex. They can diagnose your problem and have you back on the road. Oh, I see your problem. Your battery cables are full of verticals. Okay, what? At Tunex, they use only the highest quality parts available. That's why Tunex Complete Car Care backs all service and repairs with a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Of course, it could be your jingle doors on your funnel socket. I'm going to Tunex. Bye. Is your car running rough? Talk to Scott at either the South Jordan Tunex on 104th Street or the Cottonwood Tunex directly behind the Whole Foods off Highland Drive. With a change in the season comes a change in suits. So now is the time to get an unbeatable value on men's long-wearing, wrinkle-resistant suits on sale at all Mr. Max stores. Now, if you're thinking you've had great prices before, then brace yourself. Buy one suit at $299, you get the second suit for just $1. It's an event six months in the making. Mr. Mac has worked with the leading manufacturer on a special purchase of over 5,000 men's suits in a wide range of sizes and colors. Now, while the supplies last, buy one suit at $299 and get the second suit for just $1. It's an unbeatable value on tradition and modern fit suits at all nine Mr. Mac stores. Remember, Mr. Mac offers free, fast alterations. Shop at Mr. Mac and see why they're Utah's leader for quality and discount prices. Mr. Mac, no one buys, no one sells, and no one cares the way they do. Absolutely no one. Hey there, I have an important message about the UTA Fair Pay card. Now, they gave me 60 seconds to tell you about it, but I only need 30. I'll save you time, just like this card will save you money. First, uh, let's put some music on. Yeah, that's nice. The Fair Pay card saves over cash fare. Load it up, and when you use it to ride UTA, you save up to 20% off rail. Better yet, you'll save 40% on regular bus fare. It's easy to use. Just tap to ride. It'll save you money. Preloading fare will save you time. With more destinations than ever before, it's a perfect time to get a card. 
Well, with our remaining time, let's relax to the sound of the ocean. Sometimes I wish that I was a, a dolphin, you know, just swimming out there. Get yours at rideuta.com or at a retailer near you. Ride smarter with fair pay. Oh, the sea calls to me. The following program is brought to you by Bookwise Publishing. Welcome back on this conference Sunday. It's such a pleasure to have Ken Brailsford with me. His book is My Life Encapsulated. And we are talking about how nature's sunshine was born, Ken. And the, the story in the book where you talk about sitting around a table and actually putting the cayenne pepper into the capsules. And I thought, is this how this enormously successful company was truly born? Tell that story. Well, it was a whole industry was born from it. I, We were um, sitting around, and it wasn't just me. It was the family, my wife's aunts and uncles too. But we were sitting around the kitchen uh, one uh, evening, the whole family, most of the family. And why cayenne pepper too? Tell, tell that well, part. Well, yeah, the, the story was that we wanted to start a family business, and so we pooled our money. Not, nobody in the family had very much money. Uh, I was newly out of the Army, and I certainly didn't have anything. But we each family member put $150 together, and, and there were seven of us, so that's $1,050. And so now we want to do a business, and nobody knew exactly what to do with it, but we realized that anything we had thought of, that wasn't significant. That wasn't enough money. And so Christine, my one of the aunts, said, why don't we put cayenne pepper in a capsule? And everybody looked at her and said, well, why would we do that? And she said, because Jean, that was her husband, had had bleeding ulcers a few years before, had surgery on the bleeding ulcers. And when he was released, the doctor told him, I'll see you in a few years and you'll have some more surgery. Um, because they didn't really, I guess, know how to really cure something like that. And uh, so Gene went home from the hospital depressed. A neighbor came by and saw his long face and said, Gene, why are you depressed? And so he told her what the doctor had said. And she said, there's an easy answer to that, Gene. Just take a teaspoon of cayenne pepper every day, and you'll never have bleeding ulcers again. And Gene had been taking a teaspoon of cayenne pepper every day faithfully since that uh, woman told him that, had never had bleeding ulcers again. To this day, he's never had bleeding ulcers again. And um, she said, so that's why we ought to put it in a capsule. And we said, well, I still don't get the capsule thing. And she said, because I would rather die than take cayenne pepper by the teaspoonful and then slug it down with a glass of water and burn my mouth up. And so we thought, well, we can try that. And so we spent $30. We bought three pounds of cayenne pepper and 3,000 gelatin capsules and 30 <laughs> bottles, set around Christine's big uh, oval kitchen table, and stuffed those capsules by hand. And it was really a miserable experience. And my eyes were running. My nose was running. My fingers were stained red. By the time we got through, it took hours to fill that many capsules by hand. Put them in the bottles, and we thought, well... Let's see if this thing will sell. We spent $30. We still have most of our investment. And so Gene and I went down to the local health food store. And uh, I, I don't know how I became the salesman, but I was the salesman. And Gene was the backup. And we had a great time. Gene's a wonderful guy. But anyway, I had to do all the selling. So we walked in. I took one bottle. We walked into this store, and a woman named Emma Chittock, who was a sweet little old lady, walked around from her from her counter and said, what can I do for you? 
and I didn't really know how to approach the sale of this product. I handed her the bottle, and I says, uh, I think we have a product here you'd be interested in. That's all I said to her. I didn't have a sales pitch. I didn't know how she would respond, and so there's complete silence. I, years later, I, as I thought back, that's a sales technique. More, You can talk yourself out of a sale if you say too much. And so she finally looked at me, and she said, well, how much is it? I hadn't even thought about what we ought to charge for that crazy product. And so I, I knew it, do- it cost us a dollar to, to, for the product without factoring labor into it. And I didn't think about the labor and the hours that it spent. But I said, well, how about a dollar fifteen? And so she says, I'll take six of them. And so she's writing a check out for $6.90. And Gene went out to get five more bottles out of the back of his little Volkswagen Beetle. And... Um, we are so elated. I mean, uh, I mean, we had 30 bottles. We sold six at the first place, and she put them in the, thinking back, in the very worst place in the store to put them. But a week later, she had already sold one, and then we went back into production. We had a grocery store we tried to sell them at, and that's a whole other story. But that's how a whole industry began. We, had it, we filled capsules by hand every night. The family would get together and go through this process, and and we exp- expanded the product line to Chaparral next, and and until uh, we had five single products, and then we did formulations. I had to become the formulator. I knew nobody that could tell me how to formulate things, but remarkably, the products worked. Oh yeah. And oh, my my father took Nature's Sunshine for years and years and years. I mean, I remember seeing it in Pennsylvania when I was growing up. I mean, it's extraordinarily successful. Well, you have to think back because in those days, uh, I'd go to church or someplace, and and um, people say, "What business are you in?" I say, "I'm in the herb business," and they say, "Oh, you mean the spice business?" No, 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 no. The herbs. The only people that really knew about herbs in those days were the hippies from the sixties. And they had kind of preserved this tradition that started to come out in the 70s when we started Nature Sunshine. Now everybody, you say herbs, they understand. Yeah. That, you know, it's nutrition. Taking care of your yeah, health. Yeah, taking care of your health. You, you say in the book, and I, I was so fascinated by this, Ken. By the way, if you're just joining us, my guest is Ken Brailsford. His book is My Life Encapsulated. You say that throughout your life, you felt moved by the invisible hand of God. Tell me what you mean by that. Well, I think uh, nothing happens in life uh, coincidental. I think it's always purpose and meaning, even if it looks like a coincidence. And uh, I write in my book that when you're young and middle-aged, you can't see that invisible hand of God very easily. But as you get older, you can look back in your life and you see a trail that you've followed. It's like that invisible hand pulls you along that trail, leading you to where God wants you to be in the end of your life. And so I've called that the invisible hand of God. And I guess we can always say, no, I'm not going that way. But for some reason, I think he helps us to follow that path if we're willing to listen and be prompted through our life. And that's what, really what I mean by it. I mean, I, I'm at ZG International today, my third MLM company, many other companies. And I look back from where we started, where even things when I was young that brought me down this path, the Nature Sunshine, the Enrich International, now ZG and all these other things, that's the invisible hand of God in you, my life. One of the things you said in your book is too many people live their lives waiting to be invited to the prom. I want you to explain that when we come back. My guest is Ken Brailsford, back in a moment on this conference Sunday. How sweet the sound. Emergency Essentials. For over 28 years, helping families prepare for emergencies. 
Across the country, thousands are ready to weather the big one. Tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes. Sure, it's always wise to prepare for widespread natural disasters, but millions face personal emergencies every day. Accident, unemployment, illness, the types of setbacks that can strike closer to home. That's why Emergency Essentials is dedicated to helping families stock up on a wide variety of foods and supplies that guard against the big one and the dozens of little ones, too. Visit us at BePrepared.com. You'll find hundreds of varieties of delicious fruits, vegetables, grains, meats, dairy, even fully prepared meals, all packaged for long-term storage. From small cans to large pails to complete year-long supplies, we offer practical, affordable ways to build safety against the storm. Check out our monthly, weekly, and daily specials today. That's Emergency Essentials, online at BePrepared.com. There are many sounds in your day-to-day life. There are sounds that wake you up. Sounds that make you smile. (laughs) Sounds that energize you. (laughs) And sounds that help you relax. But there are some sounds that can alert you to danger and can help save lives. Wireless emergency alerts, now on many mobile devices. Use a unique sound and vibration to bring you information about severe weather events, amber alerts, or other emergencies in your area. With critical information from local sources you know and trust, you can be in the know, wherever you are. For more information, visit ready.gov alerts. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Ian Ralston was a combat medic who suffered a catastrophic war injury in Iraq. When I met Ian for the first time, I knew we had to do everything we could to get him every benefit he's earned to live as normal life as possible. And we did. He needed an accessible house. We got that grant and a van for his wheelchair to get him there. My name is Jason Stevenson, and I work for Paralyzed Veterans of America. America's most seriously injured veterans are getting all the care and benefits they've earned thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America. For over 65 years, Paralyzed Veterans of America has helped hundreds of thousands of veterans and their service is free to all veterans and their families. Paralyzed Veterans of America, changing lives, building futures. To learn more, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. It's 1.30 in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. I'm Brianna Bodley, KSL's top story this hour. West Valley police say a rollover crash involving a car and a pickup has two people in the hospital. Lieutenant Julie Jorgensen says alcohol may have been a factor. Silver Nissan Altima that was eastbound on Parkway Boulevard that ran a red light and collided with a northbound um, Dodge pickup truck. The driver of the car is in critical condition, while the driver of the pickup is in serious condition. Both were taken to IMC. Police say one man is in the hospital after being stabbed in Magna. Unified police responded to 3305 South Patrick Drive, where a 26-year-old man was stabbed by 34-year-old Christopher Davis. Police found the suspect and arrested him for aggravated assault. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has three new apostles, Elder Ronald E. Rasband, Gary E. Stevenson, and Dale G. Renland, were served Sustained by church membership on Saturday, Elder Stevenson has been serving as the church's presiding bishop. This has been a rather knee-buckling experience, really, one that is completely unexpected for me. Uh, 
but one in which I feel a duty uh, to serve. All three of the new members of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles are from Utah and spoke in the morning session of conference today. Elders Rasban and Stevenson were businessmen before being called to full-time church service. Elder Renland, a cardiologist. Coming up on KSL News Radio, a few scattered showers this afternoon, but they won't be the end of it. We'll check your KSL weather forecast next. KSL News Time, 131. Look, this is why your neighbors listen to KSL Driving to Work. We are Utah's only all news morning show. All news, all morning, only on KSL News Radio. Get up and go. I'm so sick of being hot this summer. Me too. Let's head to Logan. It's a few degrees cooler. In more ways than one. Mother Nature's show and tell is a little earlier this year, so the leaves are already turning. Let's go for the weekend. It's only 90 minutes from Salt Lake and there's tons to do. It's a super close getaway without having to go away. Explore the great outdoors. It's the perfect time of year to be taking a hike in the mountains or go biking through beautiful Cache Valley. Or you can get lost in two giant corn mazes, get your groove on with live concerts at the Ellen Eccles Theater, catch an Aggies football game, or take an Around a golf. What about the haunted downtown ghost tours? If that's too scary, check out the family-friendly pumpkin walk. Step back in time at the American West Heritage Center where history comes alive. Their corn maze is open now and their annual Fall Harvest Festival can't be beat on UEA weekend. Cider pressing, pony rides, old tractors and steam engines, cowboy music and more. The kids will love it. Special hotel and dinner packages start at just $59.99. Fall in love with fall in Logan and Cache Valley. Check out explorelogan.com. I'm Paul George of the Indiana Pacers. When I was six, my days were spent playing basketball. When I was six, my dream was to make it to the NBA. When I was six, my mom had a stroke. So I want you to learn to spot a stroke fast. F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911. I'm Paul George. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Traffic and weather together brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers. And here's Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. Thanks. Uh, if you're heading uh, towards the LDS General Conference at 2 o'clock, the good news is on I-15 northbound, uh, that accident around 1300 south has been cleared up. Uh, so uh, at least you, you've got that part squared away. Right now, 600 south if you're exiting I-15 or 600 north are both in decent shape. Of course, it gets much busier as you get over towards North Temple and South Temple. Even State Street is starting to get congested uh, as you head up towards that area. Don't miss BYU Spectacular October 8th and 9th at the Marriott Center featuring David Archuleta. Tickets on sale now at BYUtickets.com presented by BYU alumni. I'm Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center. Thanks, Eric. Your weather tonight, partly cloudy skies today, but we are seeing a few scattered showers late this afternoon along the Wasatch Front. More storming pushing into eastern Utah tonight, and scattered showers continue in the state until Tuesday. By Wednesday, we're going to see the skies finally dry out and highs back in the lower 70s. The fall sale at Linda's Furniture is offering wonderful discounts now on all sofas, sectionals, dining room, bedroom, and office. Visit Linda's today. Linda's Furniture, 3330 South Highland Drive, Salt Lake. It's 65 degrees now and 134. You get the top stories every 30 minutes breaking news the second it happens i'm brianna bodily ksl news radio 102.7 fm and 1160 a.m utah's news traffic and weather station the following program is brought to you by bookwise publishing Hope you're enjoying your conference Sunday. It's such a pleasure to have you with me here at KSL News Radio. My guest on this Sunday afternoon is Ken Brailsford. 
a very successful businessman whose new book is My Life Encapsulated, available October 23rd on Amazon and also on his website, KenBrailsford.com. And I got to read a sneak preview copy and enjoyed it so very much. And one of the lines I enjoyed, Ken, in the early part of the book is you said, too many people live their lives waiting to be invited to the prom. I stopped after I read that line and I just thought, I want to tell my children that. Do not sit back being waited, waiting to be invited to the prom. Get up and go yourself. But tell me what you meant by just, that. Just the same thing you did. I, I think too many people sit back and wait for something to happen in their life. And I don't believe we're here on earth to do that. I think we're here to move a good cause forward, whatever it is in our life, whether it's our job or uh, creating a business or, in my case, or things like that, that, that you don't wait for someone to invite you to do things. You just do them. You pick them out and make them happen. So many people have asked you in your life, how did you get to where you are? And that's why you wrote this book, is it not? That is, yeah. Yeah, I again, it comes back to that invisible hand of God. I got here because I followed a path that was kind of outlined, unbeknownst to me at the time, uh, that I followed. I mean, there were times in some of my companies that I almost couldn't leave. I felt like it's time to leave, and yet I could almost feel that invisible hand of God pulling me back until it was time to leave, and then I almost felt like he was pushing me forward. And I just I'm sensitive to some things like that and can, could experience that kind of a thing. But, um, but, but he's in everybody's lives. We just have to be able to see that hand in our life because he wants the best for us. And if we'll follow that, those promptings, those experiences, and learn from them in a positive way, uh, and even when we have our challenges in life, if we don't blame God for our challenges, he's, they're all there to make us grow. And sometimes our biggest growth comes when we have our greatest challenges and overcome them. And, and, and so he lets us have those chastisements, as we might call them, or things in our life to improve ourselves and become more Christ-like and do better. Mm. So that invisible hand of God will bring us to where we need to go if we'll listen and go that way. I love one of the things that you said in the book when you said one of the most important, tell me if I'm getting this right, one of the most important questions that we should ask ourselves, I think repeatedly is, am I having a positive impact on my family, on the world? Am I just, am I having a positive impact in this life? I I think we were sent here, and one of the reasons for this life is to have a positive impact on everybody we come in contact with, starting, of course, with our families. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's our families are the most important thing in, in life to us, but it extends to extended family, and it, it goes out to friends and neighbors and everybody we come in contact with. We should let our light shine, as Christ said, so that people will see our good works and glorify God. And that, that's part of the reason of this life. And it's so important that we do better. And at the end of our life, as we look back, we have to say, what have I contributed to this world? Have I been a user? Have I been uh, entitled? No, in reality, nobody's entitled. We're here to um, improve. We want to do. We, we want to be at the end of our life to where we can look back and say, I've improved the world. The world is better, and the people are better because I have been here. Mm-hmm. And that's a question we should ask ourselves. Are we improving the world? You you talk about your employees of the various companies. I mean, Zija International now and the other companies that you've owned and been a part of. And you use the word love. You say, I love 
my employees. Now, I, I have not heard many owners or CEOs or directors of companies use the word love about their employees. That was new to me. But I feel that from you, and I think that's extraordinary. Well, first of all, you won't have a business without your employees. Um, and you want to have the best employees you can. And and um, and if if they're doing everything they can to improve the business, you come to love those people and you want to associate with them. And and sometimes you go through times when you might have to let people go or those kind of things. Those are hard for me and they're hard for anybody in business if they ever have to let someone go because you do have this attachment, this love for them. And I don't think that I've I've fired anybody in life that still haven't been my best friend. Um, they've recognized that they maybe weren't in the position that where they could shine and grow. And then they've gone on in their life and done much better. But whenever I've let people go, I've tried to let them know I care about them. Mm-hmm. This isn't, this is a business decision that, so you, you love your, your people because they make it possible for your business to grow and prosper. Mm-hmm. Without them, you can't do anything. I think one of the reasons you bought Lehigh Roller Mills was love for the employees there. Oh, absolutely. Well, I've gained that love over time. Um, you know, I didn't know them a lot. Sherm was the first one I met, and I immediately had an affinity for Sherm. Um, and his employees have been just like him. They're just wonderful mm-hmm. people, and you gained that love for them very quickly. They work hard. They're dedicated. I almost Some of them, I almost can't get in a meeting. They just, they've got so much to do. I can't get them to the meeting. Um, they just keep out going out and working. And so... Those are some of the uh, challenges you have when employees feel secure in their job and they just want to do their job so well. And and we have great employees, and it's in all, the same thing in all the companies that I own. You They're love great. You pardon me. You love to work. Is that a fair statement? Well, I'm beyond the retirement age, so <laughs> I don't think I'll stop working till I drop dead. And I'm not sure on the other side, but what we work there too. So maybe in a different fashion. No, I love to work. I, I think it it gives you mean, your life meaning. I mean, I can't imagine myself sitting home doing nothing. Neither can my wife. She'd be mad at me because I'd, I'd, I'm so boring, probably. So I just have to be out creating. I love to create business. I love to create jobs. I feel that's one of my purposes in life. And I just have to do that. It reminds me of what you were talking about. One of the, I think it was the first job you ever had where the boss said to you, Ken, I never want to see you walking. Well, that was, and bless his soul forever. Um, he taught me a principle, a couple of principles. One was that when he hired me, it was a, at a grocery store, and I was called the cart boy. I had to bring all the carts back on Saturday, and it was uphill into the grocery store. And he said, I never want to see you walking. And I was always pushing eight or ten carts at a time, and I was running. I was not walking. The only time he allowed me to walk is when I carried the groceries out for the little old ladies to put in the car. The second principle he taught me, we never accept tips. And I was offered tips uh, off and on, and I never accepted a tip because, you know, whatever the rules are, you go by the rules even if it doesn't benefit you financially. You do what you're supposed to do. Um, Another principle that I learned from my mother, she taught me the same principle about never walking. Um, she she was, was trained at the time we had ZCMI. She was in the credit department, and they trained her in the credit department. And she loved her job, probably wasn't paid the most in the world. She got so good at it. She had uh, 
a competitor one time approached her and said, we want to hire you and we'll pay you more than what you're making there. And she said, no, I'm not going to do that. These people train me and I'm staying with these people. And uh, so she gave up more money and she worked there until it became, became time for her not to work anymore. But um, uh, that taught me a principle, too, of loyalty. Mm-hmm. And I value that in employees probably or almost more than anything else. If they'll work hard, but if they'll be loyal, I'll be extremely loyal back to them. I, I need to take a break. But when we come back, I want to ask you to talk about something that you talk very openly about in the book. And that is that you have had a way of dealing with in your life what you call being short and how that's affected your life. And I think that is something that many people, it can affect their feeling about themselves. But you are such a successful man and you have such a, a, an enormous spirit that I'd like you to talk about that if you would. Ken Brailsford is my guest. He is the owner and founder of, of many companies in his life. He owns the Lehigh Roller Mill right now and Zija International. He did was the founder many years ago of Nature's Sunshine and his new book, My Life Encapsulated. We'll take a brief break and we'll be back in just a moment. Do you need your wisdom teeth removed? Gene Brown Research is currently conducting a clinical research study for an investigational pain medication given after wisdom teeth removal. Male and female participants ages 18 to 40 who are selected to participate in the study may receive study-related medication, no cost to wisdom teeth removal, and may be compensated up to $250. To participate in this study, call 801-261-2000 or apply online at genebrownresearch.com slash wisdom teeth. We're in the business of making the difference. seen some great deals this year at Larry H. Miller Chevy Provo. But during the Halloween sales event, all 2015 models must go. We're offering up to $13,000 off MSRP on select new Silverados. Oh, and don't forget, someone in your area has been mailed the winning number for a new 2015 Chevy Colorado. Larry H. Miller Chevy Provo. Buy new road. Driven by you. 2015 Chevy Silverado LT. MSRP 46495. OEC plus tax title license and 299 dealer lock fee. Buyers will not qualify for all rebates. Ends October 31st, 2015. Six Sister Stuff, your favorite food and lifestyle bloggers with 6.7 million monthly viewers are back with a new cookbook filled with their greatest dessert recipes. Whether quick and easy, special occasion, holiday-themed, or kid-friendly, it covers every sweet tooth craving. Unique for cookbooks, it also includes companion craft projects to present and share desserts. Easy-to-follow instructions using common household materials will have readers making creative cake stands, starting holiday dessert traditions, and preparing memorable show-stopping dessert gifts. Sweets and treats with Six Sister Stuff, available now at Deseret Book. The heat is past, and winter is just around the corner. That means it's the perfect time to get outside and get some work done. Get to Stokes Equipment, your local John Deere dealer, for great savings on their full line of John Deere compact tractors. Choose either $1,250 off a 1025R tractor or 0% for 60 months, and a $750 cash-off bonus with the purchase of two implements. Or save on the 3E Series compact utility tractors with $2,750 off or 0% financing for 60 months, and a $2,200 cash-off bonus with the purchase of two implements. Now that's an offer. The Bluffdale store is just off I-15 south of the prison. Call 801-966-4231 or stop by today. Live outside of town? Stoats cover the state from St. George to Tremont with five locations in Utah and one in southern Idaho. So visit stoatsequipment.com for a store near you. Offers in October 30th, 2015. Subject to approved installment credit with John Deere Financial. Some restrictions apply. See Stoats Equipment for details. 
The following program is brought to you by Bookwise Publishing. Thank you for spending some of your Sunday with us here on KSL News Radio. Amanda Dixon here with my guest Ken Brailsford and his book, which comes out on October 23rd on Amazon and his website, kenbrailsford.com, is My Life Encapsulated. And Ken, I enjoyed the book so much for so many different reasons. And you talk very openly about some subjects which some people would consider difficult, including you talk about what you call being short and how you dealt with that in your life. Would you share that? Well, (laughs) For the generation I grew up in, I was more average. It seems like every generation, everybody gets taller. I think that's I true. Maybe it's the flour they're eating from Lehigh Roller Mills. <laughs> that's not true. Um, I don't know what it is, but uh, you know, it is somewhat of a thing. Um, I haven't. Um, yeah, it, I guess I think all short people um, have to face that in their life. How do they cope? And and there's some feelings of inadequacy. But I think what it does in my life. Uh, is it's made me try even harder to compensate for being short. And um, and not that it embarrasses me or anything like that. And I am shorter now than I was. I think I've shrunk an inch and a half since I was a teenager. So I'm a little bit shorter than I was, but I'm still taller than my grandfather. So that's that's a, <laughs> that's progress. But anyway, that's that's how I cope with it, by just not worrying about it and pushing harder. To and be working successful. harder. And I wonder if it has contributed to your extraordinary success. One of the things that you've done that I don't want to neglect to mention is that you have produced, you were the producer, were you not, or one of the, produ- one of the producers or the producer of The Other Side of Heaven? Well, I was an investor in An it. investor, sorry. Uh, I got investor, into that uh, for a different reason. One of my uh, presidents of one of my companies uh, Ann Pine suggested I get involved with the movie. She had read the script. Uh, Mitch Davis, who was the director, writer, producer, etc., cetera, uh, I got to know. And um, I told Ann, uh, even before I met Mitch, I said, only one out of six movies makes money. And so if I put money in it, I have to be willing to lose it because I will lose my investment. And But when I read the script and saw it, I, I told Mitch, I said, I'll, I'll put X number of dollars into it. Um, and I told him, I said, I'm going to lose my money. And uh, Mitch is a very positive guy, and and I've over overall, I've I've been glad that I've done it because of what the the movie told, the story of the movie. And um, in the end, he came. He was a, he was a hundred thousand dollars short uh, in it to make the movie. And I saw him right before he headed for New Zealand, and and. Uh, uh, Tonga to produce the movie. I said, "Okay, I'll put the money in." And again, I said, "I know I'm going to lose it, um, but I wanted to see the movie produced." And I, and it, when I saw it, the movie at our premiere, I was fabulous. It was fabulous. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just was glad, and it was worth every penny I put into the movie. And now you've backed another movie, Christmas Eve. It was Christmas Eve, starring same, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart and many of the other actors and actresses. Um, the the people will recognize them from TV series. They're all uh, well known, um, and certainly Patrick Stewart. This was a movie far different than most of the movies he's ever been in, and he wanted to do it just to step out of the box. And he loved this. He loved the movie. And uh, I, when Mitch first approached me on that movie, uh, I said when I looked at it, Mitch, next time this time I've got to make money with it, and your budget's too high. It won't make any money. And so the conditions had to change over the next couple of years, and they did to be able to make the movie for about half the cost. 
and uh, it was going to be filmed in Bulgaria. And so I said, okay, I'll fund 100% of it, and I'll be the executive producer on the movie. And um, it, the movie's fantastic. The, the script is great. It's entertaining. It's, uh, you, it's uplifting. It makes you feel good. You enjoy it. There's laughs in it. There's some tears. There's everything in the movie that you need to see in a movie to make you feel good and Can't be glad wait. you watched it. And it's coming out uh, December 4th. December the 4th. Theaters. And at the same time, it'll be on video on demand all across the nation. And so, and, and then we'll be distributing it uh, internationally after that. It has been such a pleasure getting to know you, Ken Brailsford. Thank you so much for everything you do for the people of Utah and for your employees and for all of us. I, I really enjoyed this time with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Ken Brailsford, his new book is My Life Encapsulated. It comes out October 23rd on Amazon and also on his website, kenbrailsford.com. And don't forget the movie, Christmas Eve, opening December 4th. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to ditch the car and start rollerblading to work. I look ridiculous. You look ridiculous! You don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your organs on the black market. Lie back. This is going to hurt. Yeah, that hurts. You don't need to rent out your apartment to drifters. I made a fire with the wood in your bedroom. That's my dresser! And your closet door. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. I was able to reach my parents after the big earthquake, he says, but there's been no contact since, and there have been many more aftershocks. The death toll in Nepal now exceeds 5,000. Quake relief efforts continue, but delivering aid is very difficult, especially in the more remote regions. Utah-based Choice Humanitarian has been providing humanitarian aid in Nepal for decades. To make a contribution that will reach those in need, go to choicehumanitarian.org and click on Nepal Earthquake Fund. And thanks. If you're struggling with your mortgage, there's a free government program that offers expert one-on-one advice about your mortgage options. Call 1-888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org. Well, I finally did it. I opened a 401k. So you're giving up, just like that. Giving up on what? I'm getting an inheritance from a distant relative. Don't you think if there were a billionaire in the family, we'd know about it by now? Listen to me. We are one phone call away from riding horses on our own private polo grounds. One call from christening yachts, having a butler, using summer as a verb. How do you figure? Look, everyone's got a rich uncle somewhere. It's statistics. So the best thing you can do is just prepare for the inevitable. Right. Which is why I thought maybe it would be smart to take control of my finances. You know, start using a budget, get out of debt, set some retirement goals. Budgets? Debt? You watch your mouth. Retirement shouldn't be a goal for us. It should be a way of life. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. I'm Sally, a volunteer at United Way. 
I'm asking people around the neighborhood what they think this place needs. Uh, excuse me. Hi. What do you think this place needs? I'd like to see more parking. More playgrounds. Free movies. Ah, uh, that's easy. Better restaurants. And you, uh, what do you think this place needs? This place? Oh, more ice cream trucks. Okay. <laughs> uh, how about you? Wi-Fi everywhere? I was thinking more money in the pockets of local families come tax time. Um, can I change my answer? I was just kidding about the ice cream. Oh, that's way better. Uh, now that you mention it. When it comes to getting better tax refunds into the hands of local families, what this place needs is you. To donate or volunteer, go to unitedway.org. Because great things happen when we live united. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A covenant that split the skies over Berlin. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A promise was made. A solemn oath that liberated Seoul. A sacred trust that defended Kaesan. A pact that dug in in Da Nang. A contract that weathered Tet. A promise was made. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. A bond that patrolled door to door in Fallujah. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made. To America's veterans, a promise we all must keep. DAV fights for all veterans and their families so they get the health care, financial benefits, and support they earned. If you're a veteran who needs help or you'd like to help us keep the promise, visit DAV.org. We all know that things are just a little dicey right now in the world. On top of that, the next natural disaster might be just around the corner. Well, there's a product that might just save our lives. The Harvest Right Home Freeze Dryer makes it easy for you to preserve food that can be used in good times or in an emergency. With this appliance, you can freeze dry your favorite foods at home. That includes your home-cooked meals, as well as fruits, meats, and dairy. A Harvest Right Home Freeze Dryer is one of the best and most responsible purchases you may ever make. Imagine being able to freeze-dry a complete Thanksgiving dinner. Turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy, even ice cream. And then open it 15 years later to find that it tastes amazing and has all of its nutritional value intact. Never before has this technology been available for home use until now. Learn more about this wonderful product by calling 801-335-4417 or go to HarvestRight.com. That's 801-335-4417 or HarvestRight.com. What if you found out you could preserve all the fresh food you want for 25 plus years? You can with the Harvest Right Home Freeze Dryer. The Harvest Right Home Freeze Dryer makes it easy for you to preserve food that can be used in good times or in case of an emergency. With this appliance, you can freeze dry your favorite foods at home. That includes your home cooked meals as well as fruits, meats, and dairy. A Harvest Right Home Freeze Dryer is one of the best and most responsible purchases you may ever make. Imagine being able to freeze-dry a complete Thanksgiving dinner. Turkey, stuffing, mashed potatoes, and gravy, even ice cream. And then opening it 15 years later to find out that it tastes amazing and it still has all its nutritional value intact. Never before has this technology been available for home use until now. Learn more about this wonderful product by calling 801-335-4417 or go to harvestright.com. That's 801-335-4417. Or go to HarvestRight.com. 
I am so glad that the kids are back in school and I have my daily routine back. I'm finally going to get into MD Diet and start a plan that they will design specifically for me to get me feeling and looking like I want to. My MD Diet journey starts now. MD Diet has locations in Salt Lake and Orem. Call 801-293-3100 or visit mddietclinic.com for more information. That's 801-293-3100. Call now. New MD Diet customers will get $50 off the initial sign-up fee. Call 801-293-3100 for MD Diet. Did you know that Mattress Deals is Utah's largest mattress retailer? With over 75 models guaranteed in stock and available for pickup, they have it all. And at the absolute best value in Utah. Right now, Mattress Deals has 25 different queen-size mattress models for less than $500. Twins starting at $49. Memory foam starting at $99. Sealy Posturepedics starting at $259. And the Sealy Optimum Memory Queen Size for as low as $999. With five locations along the Wasatch Front, come into a Mattress Deals today. You'll see.